Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Secret Language Podcast. Uh, happy Monday. Uh, thanks for tuning in. This week, I have a very special episode, something I've been looking really, really looking forward to. Um, this week, I'm going to be starting the first in a recurring series of episodes, I guess, that I'm calling Cinephile Surveys, which, uh, for those of you that don't know what a cinephile is, that is just a person that loves movies, which is me. And what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to have my friends on the podcast, and I'm going to interview them, survey them, if you will, about their taste in movies. And so this week, I've got my friend Cole Gwynn on the show, which uh, I just became friends with him, ironically enough. But that's a name that might sound familiar, because he is the friend that Matt made a movie with, which I talked uh, in length about last week. So sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. So I'm just going to like address this because it is a little funny and a little awkward. I think this is the first time I've ever spoken to you as far as oh, I yes. know. I, um, definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just kind of weird. Like I, I know you through things like Twitter and like mm-hmm. Letterboxd. And so like I know a certain amount about you, but I've never spoken to you. Like we were, we were like two years apart at camp. And so oh, that's. Yeah that's a far enough distance where like I had no idea who you were. Oh yeah. I remember you at camp, but I don't think we ever talked. It's not a personal thing. Cause like (laughs) I, it's, it's funny. It's the same thing with Jessica Maxi. Like Mm -hmm. she followed me on Instagram and I'm like, I have no idea who this girl is and why is she liking all my photos? I I have no idea who this Jessica Maxi person is. And now she's like going to be my sister-in-law. It's like, Oh yeah. It's so funny to me. Oh, and yeah. so you know you introduced me to letterbox and so i think it's kind of neat that i've seen kind of from afar some of your movie tastes oh yeah it's uh, wild it's it's interesting like i think i think it's really neat to see the kind of movies that people watch because you can really kind of tell a lot about them by what they watch and what they think about it mm-hmm. and you know it's it's just kind of interesting which is kind of the reason that i wanted to kind of set up this form of a podcast because it's a fun way to like get to know somebody oh definitely and i like talking about movies so it all kind of comes together oh me too Uh, it's like one of my favorite things to talk about but i don't really like have anybody to talk to about it because i'll just go on tangents for like an hour if i had to (laughs) so it's like this is awesome okay good so i'm gonna ask this as just as a formality okay Uh, do you like movies i love movies almost too much Almost too much. Do you think, uh, so I'm guessing you probably assume, prefer that to, uh, to something like television shows. I think so. Yeah. I, it just seems, I, I don't know. T- TV just seems so limited because of like budget and stuff to me. And I feel like with movies, you have like a set, like a set time where you can just spend like all your focus on like what you want the movie to be. And like, you can, shoot it the way you want and you don't you're not really bound by like oh like it's gonna cost millions for me to make 30 episodes of this one season you know kind of thing yeah so i I think there's more definitely a little bit more freedom in movies and i definitely prefer them for sure yeah so but there are a few tv shows i really love there are some really good ones out there like oh uh, yeah (laughs) i i i don't think there are many like just like dramatic style TV shows that I prefer to movies. Mm-hmm. Um, sitcoms I think are nice because you can just kind of jump in and out of them. Like I love Seinfeld, and I've been oh. watching that. With, I've been showing that to Sarah, so like it's been a lot of fun to watch with her. Oh but yeah. I think the only drama that even holds a candle to film is Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah. It's you're, yeah, you're right. It's so oh. good. It's so oh. good. It's not a bad episode. There isn't. There really isn't. There really isn't. I, I finished. Um, I would not recommend this, <laughs> but <laughs> for, for uh, like I don't know. It's not the the cleanest show, but The Sopranos is. I know you like The Sopranos. I've never seen okay. it. I think it's on HBO Max. But oh yeah, oh man, it is. It's... It is top tier. It is like, it is Breaking Bad level to me. It is that good. It is just, it is on another level. The writing for that movie, that show, that series is just, it's crazy. But I might have to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just 
trigger warning, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, if I got through Breaking Bad, I figure that it'll probably be fine. Oh yeah, yeah, you'll be fine. So, so what do you think? This is just a nice introductory question. What do you think makes a good movie, like for you? Maybe not even objectively, but like, what does it for you? <sighs> okay, this. Okay, when you send me the list of questions, this is probably like the hardest one for me because yeah, I. It's... I've been wanting to add like a little thesis in my letterbox bio for the longest of like what makes a good movie, but like I can never really nail down like a specific thing. So like, I don't really think, I don't think there's like a set list of like things you had to check off when you're making a movie for it to like be like, you know, objectively like a good movie. There's like this, there's this quote, by my like favorite uh, director, uh, Panos Cosmatos. Lost on me. Okay. Yeah. Crazy, crazy guy. Awesome. He, uh, he said, I'm paraphrasing, but he said it's, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what the story is. It matters like how you tell the story. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, when he said that, my, like, it's so obvious, but like my, my brain was like, Whoa. Yeah. Like that's it. So like, it's, it's it's like true for like if someone's telling you a story like you're not going to be intrigued if they're not like a good storyteller you know what i'm saying exactly so i just feel like it's the same thing with movies like it's it doesn't matter like there's not really a certain a certain way to do it but if you create something effectively like through any way that you can like any way you can and like you use your own you know artistic style and like you throw in like your own little things to it and it's like effective and it's good. It's good. <laughs> you know? I think you're right. I think I think it was David Fincher has a quote that's very similar. It's it's more mm-hmm. aimed at directing, but it's I think you can apply it in a broader sense. He says that a, a director's job, you've yeah. got a hundred ways to shoot a scene, but only one of them's right. Yeah. And so it's it's very similar where it's like you just find the right way to tell the story, find the right way to show it. And that's really what the cinematography part is, is you have the story written and now like point the camera at it, exactly. show us the story. Right. So right. that that's kind of a tough question. Cause I kind of have, I mean, that's really what I would say is like good writing directors have to take that writing, bring it to life mm-hmm. and then production has to show it to you. So like, yeah, maybe I kind of have an answer in my head and I just assume everyone does, but that's, <laughs> I can see where that's a really tricky question to ask. It is. It is. Cause like um, you, you, I don't know. I like there's movies that I love that don't have one like certain element to it. Like maybe they don't have like the best music ever, but like, it's still just like a fantastic movie or like, it's not like the best acting ever, but it's still, I, I love it. And it's like good to me. So like, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's, it can be so subjective that it's hard to really like nail down. And that's kind of the fun part of it. Like exactly. there are movies that, I really like but like they're not great movies but yeah. that doesn't change the fact that I love them exactly and like exactly. we'll, we'll kind of come to that at some point mm-hmm. um but are you a crier in movies we'll kind of come okay crier. <laughs> we're going to come to what I'm calling the superlative section like okay. it's like the most xyz mm-hmm. so we're just going to start with like what movie makes you cry the most or, do you cry a lot in movies hmm no, but there is there is only one thing that I will cry about in movies, and it's like anything that's father and son, it oh. will just it will destroy me. Oh, I know it. Oh, like Lion King, like just it kills me. Even the live action version, like I could not stop crying. <laughs> like it is so bad. I agree with you so much. Mm-hmm. It's it's and for me, it's brothers because you know I I have Matt and Will. And, oh yeah, and like we grew up stair step, like two years apart, mm-hmm. and so anything with like a really strong brother theme, like really just tears me apart. So, oh yeah, do you have any movie in particular that like strikes you that way? Apart, from, I guess you said The Lion King. I would. I, there's one even worse than that. Have you heard of Warrior? I've heard of it. I've not seen it. Okay, <laughs> I do not know what it was. But I watched that movie with like two or three other guys. But um, I watched that movie and 
I don't know what came over me, but I was bawling my eyes out that entire movie. And then I look over to my other two friends and they are doing the exact same thing. And like, they never cry either, but that movie is just something else. It is so, so good. And Oh, it gets me. That's a moment like between, between guys that like, that does not happen often. If you can get like a room of guys that's just all on the same, like emotional plane. Oh yeah. That's otherworldly. It was, it was, just uh, it was it creeped me out a little bit just how like how it was affecting everyone in the room and i was just like oh man yeah but, oh what about you um it's not really the way the show's oriented but i'm going to say it because mm-hmm. you mentioned the father-son thing and mm-hmm. the brothers too this really ties it together um actually that's a theme that runs in both of them except mm-hmm. for not the brothers um so the first one is onward just the pixar movie oh yeah i mean you've got and be, me being the oldest, like, it really, like, kind of resonated with me a little bit more. Like, that's the kind of older brother I want to be. I want to be, like, that good role model and someone that my brothers can look up to. Definitely, yeah. It's like, so there's that. And then it's saying goodbye to the dad at the end. Mm. It just rips me apart. Like, it's, <laughs> like, I, I was explaining the movie to my brother, Ben. He's, like, seven. Yeah. And just, like explaining it to him i started crying and i'm like what in the world's happening and like he, he passed me on the shoulder he's like it's okay and i'm like what what is happening <laughs> yeah it's so like that's oh, that's one. have you ever seen about time oh who's in that uh donald gleason uh rachel mcadams and the dad is bill nye which is fantastic okay. yeah. so it's essentially there's a there's a scene in there where the son knows that it's going to be the last time he ever gets to see his dad Mm. and so they choose to do something that's very meaningful to the both of them and i'm just like here come the waterworks (laughs) like it's oh it's bad like it just it really gets me because i don't know i I couldn't imagine it's one thing to like you know there's going to be a last time Mm -hmm. and like you just know there just has to be a last time but knowing it in the moment and then choosing to to do something based on that is just I, I couldn't imagine what that's like. So oh, yeah, and that's the thing with like those movies. Like I always apply it to my dad, and like it's just it is just it kills me. Anytime I start thinking about my own family and applying it to things I see in movies, that's when I'm like, oh boy, I here know. it comes. Yep. Like yep. it always happens that way. So I try oh, yeah. not to think. I'm like these are these are actors in a story. I don't have. Right. I don't have a mom. Like you know, I try not to project on that because I know it'll just I'll cry all the time. Right. Yep. Yep. So mm. <laughs> it, it's kind of a hard shift, but uh, you laugh a lot. We've already seen that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I laugh too much. Yes. <laughs> What's the funniest movie you've ever seen? Oh. Dude, do you like comedies? Like, I do. It kind of says a lot about people what kind of things they find funny. Like there are a lot of comedies that I just I don't want to go see one most of the time. Right. I'm, I'm like really picky about it. Yeah. So like, are you wide swath like a comedy fan? My my sense of humor is so just out there. It's like so hard to like find a movie that like m- genuinely makes me laugh. You know. Okay, sure. I, I like. I know that sounds so pretentious. That sounds no, so. No, it's fine. But it's. But like, I. But like, I'm like serious. Like my sense of humor is like five year old still, and it's just like, if it if it's like a loud noise or if it, if somebody says something funny, like I will think it's hilarious. You know, like <laughs> says something a certain way. Um, yeah, that, I did not mean for that to sound so pretentious. But no, uh, it's okay. <laughs> that's that's a danger you take anytime you start talking about. Oh. film in general it's like you're like i'm about to sound like a snob yes. for the duration of this conversation yes uh so many people call me a snob looking at my letterbox it's not even funny <laughs> like I can, I can barely recommend the app to anybody because i know that i'll get called a snob but um i'm just scrolling through my letterbox but uh i really like Obviously, I like Monty Python. I'd say, I'd say it's up there. 
that's it's like a very close <laughs> second for me because I I love British humor. I think <laughs> I think like the dry and wittiness of it is mm-hmm. so much better than like the way that like most American comedies are made. Like, oh, definitely. I don't I don't want to see a single thing that Adam Sandler makes. <laughs> I truly don't like. Oh, you don't like Adam Sandler? No, I find oh. him so annoying. Like. I, I don't like it. So I like I like British comedy. It's it's witty and it's kind of dry and that's kind of the way that I communicate. So yeah. it just works really well for me. Right, and they nail that better than any other British comedy. I think. Oh, they're I, so good. They're hilarious. Um, I like Airplane. Have you seen Airplane? Yes, I have. Yeah. I think I think that is like a top notch answer. Yes, um, Airplane is. It's kind of like a a go-to but it's it's just it's great it's fantastic (laughs) there's something about it like there's there's really no structure to it i think they're just like how many jokes can we possibly tell in an hour and a half yeah and they just went at it and like it is funny like it's it's a bunch of puns and one-liners and you've got it and it's it's that snappy witty humor oh yeah you've got to be paying attention to catch all of it Mm mm-hmm like you'll get the slapstick stuff, but if you really pay attention to the dialogue, it's hilarious. Oh, it's it's fantastic. It, it's oh. it it really is funny. Um, man, uh, I think I it, it's a lot of the movies I think are funny are not like comedy movies either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Like so, but I I don't know, just like stupid, like old dreamworks movies that like everyone forgets about or like disney movies that no one knows about it's like like valiant or something like that it's just funny because like never <laughs> seen heard, it. you never heard of valiant no, i'm not sure okay. i have it, it does that ring a bell oh i've seen that yeah the, yeah, yeah it's the pigeons <laughs> the pigeons it's it's just absolutely horrible um i think the the spongebob squarepants movie does that count as a comedy movie? i mean it, maybe I think it's got to. If you're going to like categorize it, and it, yeah. I don't think you can say kids movie is a genre. Right. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess you can. But if you're going to eliminate it, it's it automatically goes to comedy. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I was late to the party on SpongeBob because I was not allowed to watch it as a kid. So neither was I. Except yeah. I just find it dumb. Let's go. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> but I, so while I was in quarantine, I actually I watched it with my friend Nolan, who was in with me and i was laughing so hard at that movie like it was and it might, he was just looking at me like what is your deal it's just spongebob I was like i've never seen this bro that's my wife i mean sarah is a spongebob nut she watched it a ton growing up so if you're ever with her and her mm-hmm. twin brother oh my goodness it's like they're talking <laughs> another language man dude that's the thing everyone who watched spongebob as a kid like they can quote it so well it's insane. It makes it makes no sense because like I, there's I watched a ton of shows as a kid, but like I can't quote anything that as well as like these people do with SpongeBob. It makes no. no sense. I I have no idea how the writers of that show managed to to oh. make stuff stick like that. I know it's ridiculous. I mean, a regular show is kind of like that. Maybe Adventure. Time, I don't think but it's like, quotable though. Like it's just well, like maybe. dumb noises. It's just like dumb noises. You know. Yeah. Like I liked those shows, but I don't right. think I don't think they're just like massively quotable. Yeah, I think not, you might anywhere near. You might pick up like a phrase from one of them, but not like mm-hmm. quotes, I guess. So, do you like scary movies? Yes. I think okay. So when I ask the question, like, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? You can either just be like, like horror movie kind of thing, or like. You could even take it like kind of snobbishly and be like, "Oh, existentially." Like, I, I'm leaving that up to you. Like, I don't, I don't like horror movies because I just think generally they're like poorly made, and I oh, they're oh, I don't want to waste my time. Absolutely, yeah. It's like there are some of them that like are maybe a little more classic that I'll watch. Like we watched Scream at Halloween, and that was mm-hmm. really good. Right. I was I was like genuinely surprised with that. Mm-hmm. But in general, I just steer clear. So yeah, they're they're all the ones like coming out recently are just garbage like i thought hereditary was good i've heard like, that one's really good yeah that one's definitely worth the worth the watch but um like midsummer i could not stand that movie it was just it was just like gross <laughs> like it, was, it felt like it was just trying too hard you know yeah and but um favorite horror movie is probably carnival of souls it's like this 
old black and white movie and it's oh it, it's so poorly made like just like if you watch the original cut of it like you can barely even tell what they're saying half the time because the audio is just so bad but just the the music in it is just so eerie and i watched it when i was like 14 so oh. it just it scarred me because like it's the main stuck. the main monster is just like oh so scary but that one that one stands out for sure um there's this youtube series kind of thing it's but it's been like all put together as like one big movie kind of thing uh it's called marble hornets have okay you heard, have you heard no, of that I'm not okay well it was like it's ridiculous, but it's what made it's what popularized Slenderman basically. Like this is like before okay, all yeah. the games, all the games and stuff, and like it was just like these three guys that just made this story and just ran with it for like five years, and they just kept releasing stuff like on their YouTube channel, and it it's like it's ridiculous and it's extremely scary and it freaks it freaks me out to this day. But that's that's. It's like one of my highest rated on Letterboxd, but I I love that series. So th- those are two that are just kind of like nostalgic for me because yeah. I watched them when I was young and they freaked me out. But So you mentioned like nostalgia for like Marble Hornets and Carnival of Souls. Mm-hmm. What what movie gives you the most nostalgia? For And it could be for like any phase of your life, like whether it's childhood or like, you know, it just the second you see see any part of it or even hear the music, you're just like takes you back. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, I actually have three answers, and they're all like in different phases of my life. But like, I'd say earliest nostalgia for me is like Monsters Inc. Obviously, ah uh, yeah, like just the jazz music at the beginning of that is like everyone recognizes that. It's but swinging. It's swinging. <laughs> yeah, it's um. I'd say that's my favorite Disney movie period, I think. Believe it or not. And I and I like I love Lion King and it makes me cry, but I love Monsters Inc. It's just so good. Um, it's, it's a great answer. Uh second would probably be Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put these two answers together because like they're kind of the same. When I was making Terrorist Destruction, I after I finished the first one, I was gonna make a When sequel. you were like thirteen? Yes, when I was 13. Okay, yes. So I was, like, right after I released that one on my birthday, I was going, I started writing a sequel called Resistance. And I started downloading a ton of, like, movie soundtracks. Mm-hmm. And the two that I <laughs> download, like, downloaded from iTunes, like, the most tracks off of was, like, the, uh, the Inception soundtrack oh. and Tron Legacy. So okay. two extremely different soundtracks that I was going to put onto this movie, <laughs> but I love both of those movies. But just like every time I hear any song from either of those movies, like it just immediately takes me back. Cause I would just, I would just listen to those on repeat, like every day. If but you had to pick one, if I had to pick one, most nostalgic, had to pick one, probably Monsters Inc. For I sure. think that, yeah, that, yeah. that tracks. Yeah. But, There's something about those like childhood movies. I think they really do it to you. Like, oh yeah. For, for me, it's uh, it's a Knight's Tale. What is that again? Oh, it's that's the, the Heath Ledger movie, ain't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, I like my brothers and I watched that so much. Like, I mm-hmm. looked up the soundtrack, and there's one track in that in that movie mm-hmm. that like hits all of the themes in like oh, five yeah. minutes. And I just like sent it to Matt. I'm like, Hey, just listen to this <laughs> and tell me what happens. He was like, Whoa, it's, like, <laughs> it's incredible. It's like, at the like, it's, it's so good. Like just the one five minute track will take you through the whole movie. And you're like, good. It's like, I've seen it again. Perfect. Oh yeah. So I, I, I watched that movie on the hub. Do you remember that weird TV channel called the hub network? No, we didn't have cable growing up, so like that's nah. Oh yeah, it was it was strange, but yeah, I I watched a bit of that movie when I was little. I love that movie so much. It's good. Um, it's good. Yeah. Mm. So, who is your first celebrity crush? Uh, 
probably Selena Gomez, I guess. But I mean, that's just like for any youngin watching Disney Channel at the time. Sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. Second was Mila Kunis, though. Ooh. One hundred percent. Like when I, when I finally like got some taste in like and about movies, and about what and stuff. age was that? Uh, like fifteen or sixteen, I'd say. Okay. Me, me and my friend uh, Colin Cornwell made a made a a rap song, and then i rapped about mila kunis on it it's just it's so cringy but she's cool yeah i mean you could do a lot worse um yeah (laughs) if i'm being like totally honest with myself Mm -hmm. um i think the first ever has to be carrie fisher in star wars return of the jedi oh yeah and and you're like six and you're like (laughs) I like what I'm seeing here, but I could not tell you why, but I do. Yes. <laughs> and you're just like, you almost feel bad about it, but it's like, if I'm being honest, like that was the first time I was ever like, that's an attractive woman. <laughs> and I couldn't tell you why, but I'm like, that's it. That's it. Yep. yep. That's so funny. Oh, man. <laughs> that's like, so it's funny. It's like to say that because... Like, you know what I'm talking about. Exactly, like, exactly. I don't have to spell it out. But it's like... Right. <laughs> Yikes. Yes, that is, that is such, a, <laughs> such an honest answer. I respect that. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, good, good choice. Good choice. <laughs> it's not a classy answer. <laughs> but it's, it's honest. honest. It's honest. I mean, that's... <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, boy. Oh, man. So, if you had to sit on a couch mm-hmm. and watch one movie for 24 straight hours, you, you start it, watch it top to bottom, roll credits, start it all over again. 24 straight hours, just constantly on loop. Mm. What movie do you pick? And I think that's a tough question. And yeah. I like. I think that's like my go-to movie question just to ask anybody. Right. Like, even though it's not like a terribly deep question, because it doesn't have to be your favorite movie, it just has to be like your most tolerable movie. Definitely. Like you, you, you couldn't pick something heavy and watch it all day. Like you'd just be depressed. Right. I'm really tempted to say like a Christopher Nolan movie because I feel like those movies are just so rewatchable. Because I pick up something every time I watch them. I, that's a good answer. You know, but. I would say Inception, but I've seen that so many times. I just feel like I I, I couldn't do that right now. You know, if if I yeah. hadn't if I hadn't seen it as much as I have, then I would say that. But maybe Tenet, honestly. Okay, yeah, that one's that one's tough to wrap your head around. That oh, like that you gotta is... you gotta think awfully hard. Oh yeah, it's it's like a I've... fun movie too. It's fun. I think in general, I understand what's happening and I don't want to try to wrap my head around why, but I think right. following it is, I, I got, I could, I could explain it, but I don't mm-hmm. want to take 20 minutes to do it is what I tell people. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like, it, well, have you heard the theory that, um, Neil, which is Robert Pattinson's character, like, you know, that, you know, that the, the, the son of the main girl, Tom Cobb. Oh no. Oh no, I've not heard that. Well, wait, we're still talking about we're still talking about Tenet, right? Yeah, sorry. I've oh, heard okay. some people like, "Oh, what if it's what if Neil's the son from Inception?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, oh, nonsense. oh, oh. get out of here with oh, that." Yeah. Oh, no, no. So it so it would be Cat's son in the movie. That's who you see at the end is Neil. And like so the protagonist is watching over Cat the ent- like her entire life, right? Because he says, "Call whenever you." Yeah, want. yeah, that's good. And I, then Neil has like always his like our like friendship has just begun at the, like right before that. Yeah, last yeah, yeah, yeah. When I heard that, I was kind of like, "Whoa, that, that could, could definitely be it." But I like that. I I can get behind that. Yeah, it's very that's, it's very interesting theory, but it's almost as good as Darth Jar Jar. But okay. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was like that's a good one. I'm all about that one. I'm like <laughs> yeah. all in. Yes, yes. I, if that were, oh, I would love for that to be true. <laughs> oh man. So this next question kind of mm. 
acts on a on a on an assumption that movies are better in a theater. Do you, first off, do you agree with that? Do you think that they're better in a the theater? Or do you think you enjoy them just as much on the couch? Uh, I, I'd say so because there's just it's just less distraction because the only thing you're doing in the in there is watching the movie. I think you're right. I, yeah. I think this idea that during coronavirus, like, oh, maybe movie theaters won't survive. I think mm. that would be a tragedy. It would be. It's like, like that's where movies are meant to be seen. Mm-hmm. And they're like sold and distributed so that we can watch them somewhere else. Like, it's kind of like additional revenue is the way, the way it started, really. Right. Like, filmmakers don't make a movie for you to watch on your iPad on a plane. Right. That's, that's not why they do it. Exactly. Exactly. So... So what movie do you want to see the most in a theater? Uh, hmm. I saw Inception in the theater for the 10th anniversary. And that was just like, that, that was, was so good. That was awesome. But yes. um, probably, probably Mandy, which is my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. I've heard you mention that. Isn't that the Nicolas Cage movie? Yeah, it is. Oh, that oh that movie is just something else man i i like i just i can't explain why it means so much to me but it's just it is beautiful just awesome that's that's a perfectly fine answer i think yeah i think the idea of seeing your favorite movie in a theater is like the most exciting thing oh definitely if i could pick a favorite movie i think that would be my answer Mm -hmm. like i don't know i've seen jurassic park in theaters like really recently fantastic i'm sure oh good oh yeah i I don't know if i could come up with an answer to that because i can think of like four or five movies off the top of my head that were like that's the one but i I don't think i can settle on it so right i'm glad you had an answer yeah (laughs) what i like i don't know it's really cool that like they're like re-showing a lot of movies in theaters because of covid because like there's not a lot of movies coming out so like it's oh giving like people the opportunity to see their favorite movies in theaters which is i think is awesome Give me $5 movies. I saw E.T. for the first time in a movie theater. Oh, that is like, so, that's, um, you can't buy that. I mean, I did. It paid me, it cost me five bucks. <laughs> right. <Ooh>. Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, you're lucky. That's so sick. It's really did you cool. Like it? I did. I think there were some, like, some plot holes in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the biggest one being that if the mom was a good mother in any way, none of it would have happened. <laughs> I mean, that's, so that's kind of my big grief with it. Yeah. But I think it's, I think it's a really like, I think it's, I see why people love it. Oh yeah, like the it's, kid, the Spiel, kid is such a good Spielberg actor. man. Yeah, oh, Spielberg yeah. can do no wrong. I'm I think convinced. everybody has like a Spielberg movie they like. Jurassic Park is my favorite. Yeah, so good. It's, uh, I think it's a flawless movie, personally. I, but yeah, I, I think it, I, I don't, I would not disagree with that honestly. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's good. So we're going to get a little more movie specific here at this point. What's your favorite opening in any movie? Oh, I forgot to think about this one. Um, <laughs> I just recently watched Magnolia and that movie has a crazy good beginning. Like it's fantastic. Um, uh, I'm going to think of an answer later and I'm going to be hitting myself for not saying it. Actually, I, I have, it has to be the Dark Knight Rises for me, probably. Oh, that's a good answer. That's that, a very good answer. Oh, just every time I turn that movie on, just like, I just immediately go like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like that, that scene never gets old to me. I think that's the one I've seen, uh, not the least, because I, I don't even think I've seen Batman Begins, mm-hmm. like, truly top to bottom. Yeah. I think I've seen all of it in pieces. I don't think I've seen it just running yeah. straight through. It's good. It's it, it's the weakest, in my opinion, but it's good. I like Killian Murphy a lot, so. Oh, dude. He's top three favorite actors for me. I, I adore him. He's he the is. only reason I'm going to go see A Quiet Place Part 2. Oh yeah! Oh, definitely! Yeah, <laughs> like, that's that's reason enough. I'm like, okay, he's the antagonist. Sure, yeah. sign me up. <laughs> Let's go for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, what? What well, do you like? The Dark Knight Rises? Because I know a lot of people hate it. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's really hard to follow up something like The Dark Knight. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Not just because of like Heath Ledger, but the fact that it's like 
just a, a perfect movie. It's like a perfect crime movie mm-hmm. starring Batman and the Joker. It's oh yeah, and that that makes it a great Batman story too. Like absolutely, it's so good. Yeah, and I've been watching a lot more Batman this year. I've been watching some of those like animated movies. There's some good ones. I'm I'm a real sucker for the Batman Joker interaction because it's it's so complex. It's just so good. You can't you can't beat it. Like, no, it's 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 great. And those two really brought it to life and Nolan did some great things. He flipped oh, yeah. the semi. Like that's so good. Mm-hmm. And he did it for real. Yes. Oh, dude. Like Marvel just can't touch any like get anywhere near that to me. Like they can't they can't like copy that. It's just so perfect. Like, Have you like seen the trailer thing. for the new Fast and the Furious movie? Yeah. So the reason I <laughs> there's a there's a scene in the trailer where they've got this like it's not a semi, it's longer. It's like a military semi train thing, and they flip it like that. And I'm like yep. <laughs> or, it, it just annoys me because yeah. one it sparked off a tweet for me where I basically said, I wouldn't watch a Fast and Furious movie if you paid me a hundred dollars. But it's like it's because I think they're horrible. I don't want to see them. But oh, I don't see them. Yeah. And and so I saw that. I'm like, that is just they're just like taking that scene from the dark Knight, and they're like, you know, we're going to make it bigger, but fake. I'm oh, like, yeah. why just, just do it right. Do it well the first time. Oh yeah. It, Oh dude. I did. I never even thought of that. <laughs> that's, that's so true. <laughs> have you, um, have you seen mask of the phantasm? You said you're going into the, I'm, I don't think that one's on HBO max. Okay. I think that's, that was the thing. It was on Netflix for a while and I didn't mm. get around to it. And then, a lot of those that I've been watching are on HBO, mm-hmm. but that one's not. So I haven't gotten to that one. That one. I'm refusing to pay the $3 to Amazon. Yeah, that one is fantastic, and the Joker's in it. It's definitely worth the watch. Mark I, Hamill's Joker is phenomenal. Top-notch, man. Top-notch. Some of them, and that's the annoying part, is that some of those Batman animated ones, they don't have Kevin Conroy as Batman, and they don't have Mark Hamill. They have someone like doing Mark Hamill, and I'm like, it's Stop. not the same. Please. I know. Yeah. Have you seen um The Dark Knight Returns, like part one and part two? I, I don't I think, think so. That one's on HBO Max. Those those have um the Joker in them, and they are both fantastic as well. I'll put those on the list. Yeah. You'll you would love those. Have you seen the trailer for the new Batman? The Batman with Robert Pattinson? Yeah. I didn't know they put a trailer out. Dude, are you for real? Yeah, I'm for real. Oh, dude, it's been out for maybe almost close to a year i think but it is it oh, is oh i think i've seen that yeah yeah oh oh I, I don't know why i said new trailer it's not there's not a new trailer but it's it's the one that came out the a kind while of a ago. teaser yeah i'm oh, very dude. excited to see paul dano oh dude i love paul dano the, so much as as the riddler that's going to be fun i'm He's really gonna kill it he's going to kill I'm it very excited i couldn't believe that was colin farrell as the penguin like just looking that's... at him it's gonna be good. Looks nothing like, <laughs> nothing like him. Like Colin Farrell. Like I could not tell that was him. But oh, it's gonna be fantastic. I'm very excited. Oh yeah. What's your favorite ending to any movie? Like endings are tough because mm-hmm. there's so many ways to end a movie. Um, but what's your favorite ending? Um, I I don't know if I have one favorite. I'm gonna I'm gonna give one honorable mention. Uh, have you seen Good Time? Yes. Okay, the ending to that movie. I just I watched it like three nights ago. Oh yes, the, I love the ending to that movie. Like it's pretty good. It's the sad. Iggy the Iggy Pop song with just like Benny Softy's face is just like oh man, it hits so hard. <laughs> it, it hits so hard. I love that ending. But favorite, um, hmm. Probably no country for old men, I'd say. Okay. Yeah, it, that's that's got an ending that like you kind of you don't see coming. I know it's so abrupt, and I it that's why I like it so much. It's just it's so ooh, it just it it hits you like a train, and like I it's just Tommy Lee Jones, his voice is just. Ooh. That's a good one. That. Uh... Javier Bardem is creepy. Oh, dude, he's crazy. I hope that Dune movie is good. 
I'm so excited. I read the book. Oh, you did? When when the trailer came out last year, mm-hmm. um, I watched the trailer on YouTube, and the next video was a TED video that was oh, like, yeah. why you should read Dune. I'm like, clicked on it, <laughs> watched the whole video, and I immediately got up and drove to Barnes & Noble and bought it. Oh, man. Was it good? It's It's very, very good. Okay. So like I gave it to Sarah, she's reading it. They pushed the movie back a year and I'm like, great. <laughs> but I'm yeah. I'm very excited. I'm also like really nervous because that book is very long and it mm-hmm. it, it 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 covers a lot. And yeah. so I know there's no way they're going to be able to cover all of it. And mm-hmm. so I know that it's not going to be a great adaptation of a book that I love. Right. But I also like the director a lot. I love the director. So I think it'll be enjoyable, so I'm going to try not to think about it too much. Right. It's just just looking at the trailer. the The colors are a little little bland for a, a Denis movie to me, but I, f- I feel like he's just not showing us everything yet. But yeah, I mean, the colors are a little bland, but that fits with the story. True. So like, it is sand. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's a desert planet. Yeah. It's not like. Uh, Blade Runner 2049 like right it doesn't have the neons it's like it's washed out and it's meant to be and so yeah. I think so if, it you make it pop, if, it, if you make it pop too much it's like oh, okay right yeah that it kind of doesn't fit very good point what's your favorite ending La La Land yeah that's a without a doubt for me it's my favorite because it's 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 so sad it oh. but it's like beautifully sad people because, hate that ending and it like it, i'll I, die I, on it, that hill yeah you hate it no i love it. it's my oh, favorite okay, like, okay good, good, good anyone okay. says that's a bad ending to that movie i'm gonna like no you're you're wrong they're absolutely the so right wrong, way to in that movie because they're yeah so they wrong. love each other but ultimately they are both selfish they both want what they want mm-hmm. and they get that exactly and in fact it's actually what they need the two couldn't survive as a couple mm-hmm. and they show that like it's clear that they are not meant to work together right and so they both get what they want and they need. That's a happy ending. It's just fantastic. I it's love so that. good. It's so good. Mm. What movie surprised you the most? I'm leaving that interpretation up to you. Like, okay. However you want to take it. What movie surprised you the most? Um, maybe, honestly, probably Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh. Okay. Cause it, it like, it got like, a crazy rating like it got it had like a it was up to like a 4.6 at one point i think on letterbox and i was like there's no way that some stupid kids animated movie is this high but then like i saw it in theaters and i was just like oh, i want to see that in theaters man. so badly oh i love that movie and i and i hate I, like i'm a pretty strong marvel hater and, and like but i love spider-man i love spider-man don't okay. get me wrong I love Spider-Man and like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's I love, but we're like, on the same page then. Like yeah. I, I can, yeah, I, I could do without the, this whole like Captain America, like Iron Man stuff. Like, come on. It, if it gives Spider-Man. me more Spider-Man, that's fine. Yeah. True. True. Like, but I, do, you, I, I, do you like Tom Holland? I'm okay with it. I, I think it's, it, and that's the problem is that comics are so diverse Mm-hmm. Like there's so many different versions of Spider-Man that you can have it. Um, I I like it. I I even like Zendaya's MJ. Like mm-hmm. it's a very different take, but I look cool. at it. I look at her in that movie, and I'm like, I could total like if I were in high school, I would definitely have a crush on that girl. Like yeah, yeah, sure. I it tracks for me, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I like it. I I could live without like the Iron Spider thing, but oh yeah, <laughs> like, I, I don't. You, you don't have to have a smart suit or anything, but. Right. I like it. I think he's. I think he's good. I liked. I, I really liked uh, Far From Home. I liked all the bits with uh, Mysterio when he's like, "I don't know what's going on." Like the, I don't know what's real. Mm-hmm. Very good. I liked that a lot. I still haven't seen that one yet. I've got to get on that. It's good. Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. did a good job. Yeah, I love him. But um, yeah, I'm just hoping this next one. It's like all the rumors are true about I like. S- Oh, I so hope it is. Oh, oh man, dude. But I mean, well, you heard what uh, what's his face? The guy who played Doc Ock in Spider Man Two, Alfred he, like, Molina. Yeah, he basically did he like confirm he was in it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so I, Toby there's has a, to be in it. There's a lot of confirmed. I'm I'm associated with this movie, and I'm like, 
please i don't even care to what extent like just please be true i know i'm so so ready for it dude i oh man if they pull if they do it right which is very rare for marvel to do then it will be fantastic yeah i'm i'm excited one way or another yeah i i'll go see it either way if if toby's in it i'm in but i'll go see it without toby i'll be honest i like spider-man enough that i'm totally into it yeah this is something that i've done a whole episode with jeremy jones with um i don't know if you've met jeremy but he's one of my old roommates one of my best friends what is a like objectively bad movie things that people like that's a bad movie and you're like i don't care i love it anyways oh that is such a good question um what's yours let me give me a second to think about it oh my perfect answer to this is spider-man 3 Oh, okay. Uh, that's like, a, that's not a, a good movie, movie, but I love it. That's, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it was on FX a lot when I was in high school. And so mm-hmm. it's like, I could always catch some part of Spider-Man 3. And there's not a scene in that that I dislike. Yeah. Like, it's campy and corny and, like, kind of bad. But it's so lovable. Like, I just, I don't have any gripes with it. Definitely. I, I think that's a extremely good answer. Ah. <sighs> Do people hate Chicken Run? I I don't know if people hate Chicken Run. Let's see. Maybe that's not a good answer. <laughs> um, let's let's check that Metacritic score. I really like Chicken Run, but I don't know if that's a good answer. I, I, actually, that isn't a good answer. I think yeah, it's got like an eighty-eight on Metacritic. I think people <laughs> like it. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. Oh man, dude. I think another. Uh, Honorable mention for me on this is High Noon. No, sorry, Shanghai Noon. Oh, wait. The Owen Wilson and Jackie the, Chan. Yes, Western. okay, yeah. <laughs> like, not a, not objectively a good movie, but, like, super fun, and I love it. Yeah. Oh, um, I like Anchorman 2 quite a bit. People hate that movie, but I don't mind it. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> you going to go with that? Yeah. I, I, that, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Robots. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's, That's it. Robots. Answer. Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we, yeah, robots. I I love robots. <laughs> the movie is just it's something else. And it's just a it's a shame, man, that I was allowed to watch that as a kid cuz <laughs> just going back to it now, man. There's just it's just filled with just <laughs> windows and stuff like that you never would have caught like at the age of 6 or something. Like man, it's amazing how much of that is in stuff. If you just pay attention, you're like, whoa. I know, dude. It's it's crazy. Oh, I know. I know. Here's – here's. Okay, I think this is the real answer. Drumline. With, okay. That's with, a – Yeah, with Nick Cannon. That movie. Ooh, I love that movie so much. My band director hates that movie. Really? Yeah. He, he was a percussionist. And, and so was I. And so he was like, you're not allowed to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's it's not realistic. It's not. I don't want you getting any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I can see why, like, yeah, I, I know why people love it. Yeah. And I know why it's like, it's not a good movie. So yeah. that's, that's a perfectly appropriate answer. Yeah. Now there's an opposite to this that I also find really interesting. What's a movie that everyone, like, critics objectively a good movie? And you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. That movie sucks. Oh, dude, there's so many of these. There are. There's so many of these. Um, I'm just going to say this, and this is not my answer, but this is like for all the people calling Hamilton a movie because they put it on Disney+. Plus. Not a movie. It's not a movie, and it's garbage. Like, <laughs> never, never, ever say that it's a movie, and never say it's good around me. Like, oh. That's a good honorable mention. Yeah. Um. Mm. I've already said I dislike the majority of Marvel movies. Uh, you can you can pick that. That's fine. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of like the Disney movies coming out lately either. They're like it's just all the same. It feels like except like Onward was good and Soul was good. I had some uh, existential problems with Soul. What what, what was with Soul? Uh, I just one? I it's just bordering so closely on like religious heresy that I'm like, Nope, 
That is okay. That is yes, yes. Like, I, it's <laughs> it's a good movie, and I get like I like the message. Like the message mm-hmm. is fine, but like I'm like I wouldn't show that to a kid. I I wouldn't either. No. And so that's no. my thing. It's like it's it's bordering so close that I just yeah. can't. Uh, yeah. Th- okay. That that is a very very good very good point. I that's like, yeah. I knowing what the knowing what's right and wrong. I enjoyed it, but I definitely would not ne- like never in a million years show that to my kids. No. Until they were like eighteen or something. Until they're way past understanding. Oh yeah. Um. Oh man. Oh, this I might, I might get a little bit of flack for this. Parasite. I have such a problem with you saying that. I, I know. I don't. I <laughs> don't it's, get it. It's a good answer because yeah. it's a movie that everyone loves. Everyone loves that movie. I just and don't get it. A phrase that I repeat on this podcast is "like what you like and don't apologize for it." Mm-hmm. But you're going to have to explain yourself. Okay. Like, that like, is one of my like all-time favorite movies, mm-hmm. possibly the best movie it's ever made, in my opinion. I ne- I definitely need to rewatch it, and like it's not like I hated it. I don't hate it, but I don't. What what makes it one of the like? Isn't it like it's like the second highest rated on the box? It's like what makes it this highly rated? Like I don't understand. Um, if if you want my answer for this, it's because I do, yeah. <laughs> storytelling wise it's it's really great because you you have this compare and contrast between this rich family and this poor family mm-hmm. and and that's kind of part of it is that in korea that's like a real problem like mm-hmm. there's a huge disparity of wealth that you can't ever climb out of and so you've got this family that is so so it's it's kind of multi-leveled with its symbolism mm-hmm. um so for one, you, you've got the obvious that you've got the poor family, the Kims, they are literally parasites on the Park family because mm-hmm. they they lie and they ch- like cheat, steal their way into jobs with them. Mm-hmm. And, they're, and they're being deceitful. Well, they're being parasites off of that family. But at the same time, you've got that scholar's stone that the, the son's friend gives to him at the beginning of the movie. And the whole point of that is that like, the myth behind them is that they bring wealth mm-hmm. and the family's like, that's great. That's exactly what we need. And so this idea of attaining wealth acts as a parasite on their minds and drives them to do what they do. And eventually leads to like the dramatic bloody conclusion at the end. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what's great about it is that for about the last hour, you feel like you can't breathe. And so you think it's pretty straightforward at first. You're like, okay, this poor family is the parasite. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're leeching off this rich family. And then you get this whole introduction of the basement and the bunker. And you're like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. And then violence ensues and, and you're just, you're, you're stuck frozen. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and I think all that's great and it's really well done and well told cinematically. It's very well shot and Mm -hmm. it's really simple, but really, really good. And then I I like the ending also. And that's kind of my taste in endings. Um, It's, it's kind of sad because it goes back to that like disparity of wealth. He has this plan that I'm going to go to college. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to save up enough money to buy that house and set my father free out of the basement. Mm -hmm. But he knows that's never going to happen. That's not the way it works there. Like there, there is no American dream where I'm just going to like, pull myself up from the bootstraps and, and make all this money and do it. Like yeah. at the end, it's like, this is my plan. And the whole time plans fail all the way through that movie. They have a plan yeah. and it never works. Yeah. And that's, and that's kind of goes to my taste in movies, but right. I, I think it's absolutely brilliant. I'll have to give it a rewatch, but it's still on Hulu. It's still yeah. free to watch. I'll give it a few. Oh, another one is a uh, goodwill hunting. Ah, oh, and so okay. and don't get me wrong, man. Like yeah. Robin Williams is like I love him to death, and like I think he's great in that movie. But like, I don't get the hype. <laughs> I think if you had to pick one, what would you say? Definitely Parasite. Okay, I think Goodwill Hunting is good. Mm. 
but I, I can be why I can see why you're like, yeah, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I don't get the hype. I mean, I, I'll buy that for sure. Yeah. And like, it's a sweet story, and like, I like I enjoy it at the, the at the least. But like, I don't know. I don't think it's like the great one of the greatest. So you know, I'm gonna switch one of the my planned order on this because I think it kind of transitions. If you had a theater full of your friends, and I got to thinking about this question because that's something theaters were doing Mm -hmm. is you could rent out an entire theater, do whatever you want, and like you can invite like up to 20 friends at some places. I'm just imagining you've got a theater full of Mm -hmm. all your friends. I was gonna say what one movie do you show, but I've had a lot of fun in my own head and even maybe talking to some people about like comparing movies that aren't necessarily related mm-hmm. based on thematics or the way I think one character is very similar to another. And so mm-hmm. this is, this transitions because I would kind of tie Goodwill hunting and dead poet society together. And I, I, I've always done that in my head because you've got, and I think the thing they have in common is Robin Williams is like a guide as like mm-hmm. a, as like a teacher mentor type character. Yeah, and there are others that you can like tie together by by theme or by characters that you think are similar. Mm-hmm. And so, what if you had all your friends in a room? It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Ha- they don't have to be related. But like, what two? What double feature would you put on for your friends? Ooh. Um, I just recently watched all the Transformers movies with my friend Nolan like last week and that yeah, i've just, noticed that it's been yeah. fun to watch you just be like they get worse they're horrible <laughs> yeah and, but like i rate them badly but ex- okay this goes for every one of them except bumblebee bumblebee is just an atrocity i cannot stand that movie but like the the rest of them like they are so fun like they are like so fun to watch like they're awful and like michael bay cannot end a movie for his life like is like i don't know what he's thinking but like he'll just like have these huge like insane battles at the end, and then like in a split second it'll just end like off in the sunset. I'm like, what? Like you can't just end it like that. But like those movies are great. So I feel like I would choose something super fun for the first one. Like uh, I don't know, maybe the first Transformers. That'd just be fun. And then I'm I'm really like just beating a dead horse here by saying mandy but i I definitely show mandy i think because i just want i would love to see what all my friends would think no like, i think that's a perfect answer because that's kind of the way i would take it is like if i had an opportunity to like essentially force my friends to watch mm-hmm. two movies mm-hmm. i'd pick movies that either are important to me or that i think everyone ought to see yeah so I, that's that's a totally appropriate answer so i, I yeah definitely mandy because like I don't know. It, it's just so underappreciated, and it's 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 definitely not for everyone. So it's like that's like me just like ignoring like oh this is not going to be a crowd like this is not going to be a crowd favorite. So maybe you shouldn't show this, but like it's just because I like it and it, I just think it's awesome. So and that's the beauty of it. I think that's yeah. what's fun. Like for sure. Now this is the last question, and it's kind of a big one. Oh boy. And I, I didn't give you this question like to think about, so it's I'll give you some time if you need it. But what do All you right. think is objectively objectively the best movie ever made? Oh dude. That's such a hard question, and I know because like I would have such a hard time picking. But I think about like how I rate things so many like all the time. Like do I rate things based on just how much I enjoy them or based on like objectivity? Yeah. Objectivity. Yeah. And like, I, just, I think there's a mix of both. Like it's a mix of both. Extent, yeah. Like I, I, I rated Nomadland really high. I gave mm-hmm. it like a nine. Yeah. And it's like, I, I think it deserves a nine, mm-hmm. but I don't like that. I don't try to keep like an entertainment factor into it. Like, I may not ever want to watch that movie again. It's kind of right. slow. It is kind of depressing, but it's a masterpiece and I'm not going to like shortchange it just because I'm like, yeah, it wasn't fun enough. And, yeah. And that's tough. And like, that's, it's a tricky question because it kind of makes an assumption about what cinema as a whole is like meant to do. Yeah. By what you say 
is it objectively the best movie ever? Mm-hmm. And like, that can vary person to person, and that's kind of what's fun about it. Yeah. Probably. Uh, this is such a basic answer, but I, I, it's, it's just, I just feel like it's right. But probably The Empire Strikes Back, I'd say. Okay. M- maybe. And, the, and a strong contender is The Godfather. But See, I, that's that's a very classic answer. That's a classic answer, but just like I, it, that, it's so long. You know, if it was shorter, maybe. But don't get me wrong; I love long movies. So, like, I, but I'm just it's saying, like, kind of boring. Yeah, exactly. like, like there are some really good scenes, but like, yeah. all in all, it's like this movie's boring. It took me like three tries to watch it for yeah. the first time. It's long. It's a long. It's movie. long, and like, it's it's so slow. It is very slow. Like the cafe scene, very very good. Fantastic. I'm not going to deny that, but like, yeah. it's kind of boring. Yeah. I, but I no, think I agree. Yeah. I think Empire Strikes Back is a very good answer. It just, I just think it, ah, oh, it just nails everything so perfectly. Like it's got a, an insane story. It's just got a, like, it just like imagining being in a theater and like not knowing what's going to happen and then hearing Darth Vader saying like, I am your father. Like that would be insane. Just like ridiculous to that level. I wish that I had never seen those movies until I was much older. I know I could have watched them one through six. Exactly. Yeah. I so wish that I could have done that. Yeah. But, but I guess one through, but I guess one through three kind of spoil the, I am your father thing. That is true. That is true. But I think seeing, you know, four, five, six for the first time as an adult would have been groundbreaking. Absolutely crazy. Because it's just like, it just, and it just goes back to like how crazy awesome, the, like being in a theater is. Like, that just, like just watching those movies, I feel like you would just feel like, oh yeah, this is like where this movie was supposed to be seen. And like how every movie's supposed to be seen kind of thing. Like, ah. Uh, uh. Just a great movie. Everybody likes that movie. Yeah. Well, Cole, I really appreciate it. It's been really fun talking to you. Dude, this has Especially been a blast. Since, you know, Sarah's told me probably anytime I mention you to any capacity, she's like, yeah, Cole didn't think you liked him as a camper. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't know him. I, yes. I, I couldn't pick him out of a crowd, so I have no oh, yes. idea. Yes. But well, it's no, been a lot of fun talking to you. It's been a lot of fun. And I love will and matt so i'm glad we have a bond now jesse this is great i'm really i'm (laughs) i was i'm not gonna say i was disappointed in the Mm -hmm. movie you guys made but i was expecting a little more like narrative oh dude yeah and because i'd seen i'd seen terrorist destruction and i was like okay like there's gonna be some effort put into this yeah and at first i was like okay and then as soon as the song from like tokyo drift came on i was like Oh, yeah. oh, it's that, just a YouTube video. Yeah, that is one. That is my like only. Okay, I have two, two things I wish. Okay, one thing I couldn't help, but like one thing I wish I didn't do. I kind of played to the crowd with that Tokyo Drift song because I felt like I had to add a little something that the the crowd would understand. <laughs> you know, when we showed yeah. it. Yeah. So I had I felt like I had to put that in there. Kind of wish I did not, especially after like I saw that everybody was like laughing. I was like, Urgh. that was a little bit too much. I shouldn't have done that. But the second thing was, is like the way we shot it, it was all like one take. So I can tell, oh, dude. <laughs> and like it was insanely hard to like, like I had to cut so hard. Like every time you like you see a hard cut, it's because like I had to cut it because like Matt yeah. like laughed and I let that one laugh in. Yeah. <laughs> Because I just like, okay, this will throw him off. So I just left it in. But like, <laughs> it, it, I just thought it was funny because he looked he looked funny. So I, I, I left him in. Making a movie is hard. And I really want to make yeah. a short film. Yeah. Like really badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to take some trial runs, at some not like written things. Mm-hmm. But I, I recently bought a DSLR. Oh, there you go. And so like we're running this Ragnar event later mm-hmm. this year, which is like a day and a half long relay race oh all right and so i'm going to try to make like some documentary style thing where i'm just videotaping things that are happening and then trying to edit it together to 
tell a story. Absolutely. I'd really, I'd really like to write something because mm-hmm. St. Louis, which is where I live now, has a film festival. I think it'd be really cool to make a short film and try to get it in. Dude, that would so. be, I strongly encourage it. It's like, even if it like with, with me and Matt saying like, we, we barely even tried, but just like, it's, it just feels so like, it's, it's, it's very accomplishing. It just, you feel very fulfilled at the end of it. it like, it's just fun, dude. You won't regret it. Like I like some of my best memories are just like me and my friends, like when we were thirteen, just making a stupid movie. It's just it's so fun. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm going to do it, and I just I think so much about movies, and I think so much about the storytelling part of it that I'm I'm going to be so nervous about anything I write that it's not going to be good enough, and that's going to be the biggest hurdle to come over. Is just that mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be good, right? Just and, be confident. And in fact, man. And in fact, I watched a movie, it was Boondock Saints, which is kind of like a cult classic, but I watched it and I'm like, this is not like a great movie. Like the writing, the storytelling, not very good. Right. And I was like, it doesn't have to be. You tell a story that people want to tell, that people want to hear, and that's it. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be perfect. Exactly. Just tell a story that people want to hear, and that's it. Run with it, dude. And then you show it to them. That's, that's the whole it. That's it. That's That's film. Go for it, man. Dude, I, I hope to see it, bro. I, I'm going to try. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, I so. wish you luck, bro. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming on. Of course, dude. This has been a blast. Again, thank you so much to Cole Gwynn for coming on and discussing with me your taste in movies. I had so much fun recording this podcast with him. Um, so in the meantime, I guess there's uh, a small amount of news uh, I went home for the weekend, and I finally, I guess I could say I made my first short film. Uh, it's its nothing serious. It's something that I did with my younger siblings, which is something that they really love to do. They love to make up stories and then make movies and edit them together on the computer. Uh, so I, I just brought my camera and shot most of it and helped uh, lead some of the creative ideas that my siblings had. It's on YouTube. You can look it up. It's called Attack from Under Ninjas. And under ninjas is one word. Um, It's just short and goofy, and it's something that we had a lot of fun making. So go to YouTube. Check that out. Um, I'll be talking to you again next week. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Uh, It really means a lot to me. So, you know, if if you love the podcast, share it with someone you love. If you hated the podcast, share it with someone you hate. And in the meantime, remember, pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient.